welcome back to Why Do People Like Anime? And uh, this week, John, what do we watch? Uh, we watched another. Another what? Another. Another another anime? Yeah, which one? I'm ask I'm asking you which one. Yeah, we watched another. No, I'm serious. I want to know which anime we watched. It's we we do a podcast where we talk about an anime yeah, every this week, week. This week we watched another. Okay, well. Who is on first is what I'm trying to understand. No, what's on second? And I don't know is on third. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and another is up next. Is up next. Yeah, this week we watched another. Another what? Another anime. What anime did we watch? We watched another. <laughs> okay. This Leave us a five-star review on <laughs> iTunes. For this comedy bit, Crip Straight from 1931. Yeah. Yeah, leave us five stars if you remember that bit. <laughs> the original you, bit. For any of you comedy heads out there, uh, we watched the anime titled Another Yeah. this week. The anime that is titled Another. And now we're going to talk about it. Every week we talk about a new anime that we've never seen before or we haven't seen in a long time. Yep. And we discuss... Why it was bad. <laughs> or why it was good. Or, or why it was good. You know, just generally getting in the root of, you know, why why do people like these things or why do people not like these things? Yeah. Why do these things exist, really? There's so much anime. There is a lot. I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day that, like, it was like, oh, I've been meaning to watch this, 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 and this. <laughs> just hours of content. Yeah. It's, uh, watching anime is a full-time gig. Yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot recently where, you know, I think in the past I was like maybe skeptical or like kind of sort of when I when I met someone whose entire existence not revolved high, around revolved around anime or liking anime, it was just kind of like That man, was their personality trait. Yeah. It was kinda of like, oh that's weird. Like there's just so much stuff out there. But it's like if you're gonna commit to liking anime or being an anime liker, that's a lot of content. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of content that you're just sort of committing to watching on a regular basis. Yeah, but it's also like saying, like, oh, that person likes art. It's like, it's too broad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, I guess the anime, is, it's, it's it's its own kind of thing in that sense where, I don't know, like, I don't, I know some people who watch a lot of anime and it's it's still not necessarily, like, a part of their, yeah like, their face. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean? Like... But then there's like the outward spoken, like go to cons, dress up, yeah, like figurines, the whole nine yards of anime fandom. Couldn't ship, be me. Fan art. I like when you're like at a party with somebody and you casually mention like Fooly Cooly or something, and they they they're like head snaps. <laughs> yeah. And you guys you make eye contact and and you you both know. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, I like party signifiers that are like, oh, I can talk to this person or whatever. Yeah, you make a you make a joke. It's the same with um heavy music. Yeah. Or like EDM. <laughs> and then there's like some conversations that you just don't want to engage in. It's there's the gate kept anime community where it's like secret anime fan. <laughs> yeah. Who's like, oh yeah, I like anime. Like I like the the, the Miyazaki shit. I like, uh, you know, I like. Oh, I watched oh, cool. Aunt Pokemon as a kid. Oh, cool. And then they're like, I'm also really into Kill a Kill and Madoka Magica, and like, and then you know. Yeah, there's always they have like their secret. There's always like a. That's us now. 
I, I feel like it's like a it's like a fish you throw out to like mm-hmm. see like if if they can bite if it's like <laughs> if it's like mainstream enough like my uh my friend dan who i used to work at or work with um you know he would tell me like his go-to for you know talking to music was like well do you like against me right the band and if they you know if they knew that band then they could you know sort you, of you could try the next band like you, you yeah. like you like start with start with the mainstream stuff and then you like you dip your toe in to see to see how they respond and if they respond with something else that's how you know it's like time to yeah time to chat i don't even know what like my my big fish is for that it's for anime for music oh for music like i feel like if somebody brought up like virtual self or something oh yeah that's true like something like that because yeah. you read as like oh this guy knows some rock music and people obviously know that you know rock music because you used to write about it yeah. interview people but i don't think people know the extent <laughs> to which you're into edm as well yeah that's true that's sort of like a, a newer development i think in the the general taste yeah. um but before we talk about another so for to a little bit of house, this isn't even housekeeping. Is it housekeeping? But, uh, I don't know what you're going to say. I'm getting a tattoo this week of a okay. big dragon on my chest. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I got tat. I've I've got clinical tat brain. Yeah. As it is, like I'm watching a lot of tattoo programs. John's three biggest loves are music, anime, and tattoos. <laughs> yeah. I love I love getting tattoos. I love watching videos about people getting tattoos. Um, the trashy tattoo content. I love from trashy content. Reality TV era. I love bad reality tattoo competitions. Um, We've seen every season of Ink Master. Would want to pose a question to you to you know just, just a little break the ice a little bit because we haven't been speaking to each other all day. That's not true. We we we're just yammering all day at each other. We we just make sounds at each other all day, and yeah. then we say we save the content for we say we save <laughs> for the podcast. We save our one conversation per day for the podcast. We just grunt at each other. Yeah. Um. Would you get an anime tattoo? Would I get an anime tattoo yeah. at, at this point? Right now. Um. Cost is no option. I don't know what I would get. Like I'm trying to think of what I would get because I don't. Oh, I was about to say, <laughs> I was about to be like, I don't really get like media tattoos, like based on media. Uh, if you don't, if you don't know what we look like, by the way, John has like both his arms, both his legs are like pretty much, he's got like over 25 tattoos at this point, And I have five. <laughs> the joke is every one or no, every five that John gets, I get one. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to make a joke like, oh, I don't have media tattoos. Like, that's not really my thing. But I have an Iron Giant tattoo. That's true. And uh, yeah, but that was like meaningful for me. Yeah. I have been seeing a lot of like Neon Genesis tattoos. Like I've seen some like cool Japanese and inspired the, with the Eva suit. That guy Kiku did a really good Evangelion sleeve. Yeah. I feel like stylistically... I don't know. I don't know if anime has the like tattoo appeal. Like, I don't think it crosses over. Cause like, I and and you know, if I'm wrong, please please send me your examples. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't seen like a lot of like tattooed anime girls. Meaning, 
tattoos of anime girls on people. I've seen some, but they're really not great. Yeah, they, but like the the Eva suit, like the mech suit stuff, almost translates. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing. If you don't know about tattoos, it's like there's stuff that works as tattoos, and then there's stuff that just doesn't quite work. Or they're in like a different style that looks really like not like they don't look like tattoos and that's usually the stuff like me and julie don't really care for yeah john's definitely into traditional style like i think for the most part we like tattoos that just sort of look like they belong as tattoos to some extent yeah i'm not really into like when you try to make something look really realistic as a tattoo yeah and like if that's your thing like go for it like there's some really cool stuff of that, but yeah, not for not for me, you know. Might might I can I can certainly acknowledge the artistic ability that goes into it, but it's like I'm already I'm already existing in reality. You know what I mean? Like yeah, why not get some cool drawings? Yeah, why not get something kind of whacked out? Would you get an anime tattoo? I was thinking about it. I I don't think that there's any one particular image that sticks out to me at this point. I think there are some phrases I think that can be explored as tattoos, but it would get in like kind of like heady territory. Yeah, you don't really have a lot of text. Not yeah, no, stuff. not really. I thought about like the. And by not a lot, I mean like one. You have one text tattoo. <laughs> the cl- no, the, you have two. I'm sorry. The closest that I've I've come to is uh, probably Lane. Yeah. The phrase "close the world, open the next." Hmm. I really like that, or just like I thought you were gonna say present day, present yeah, or, time, <laughs> or that too. Like I think those are those are both like weirdly kind of like I don't know haunting phrases or whatever. I've seen people get like the the power lines in in lane yeah, tattooed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a sort of like black and white. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. I don't I don't think it really goes with anything else I have at this point, though. You could get it on your your like upper thigh. Yeah, <laughs> and I no don't one know. would ever see it. So I don't know. I'm I'm still. I don't know. I, I guess like Kiku could do like a cool like even galleon head. Yeah. Like one of the. Avas. I just feel like there's very there's not a lot of like stuff that really translates well as a tattoo. Yeah. But if you have a good example of it, like email me at why do people like anime at Gmail, or just like hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. At why do people like anime? Send us your tattoos. I love looking at tattoos on Instagram. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's taken over almost all of my. My accounts. Yeah. But. We're here to talk about another We're here thing. to talk about another thing, and that's another. Another what? Anime. Oh, yeah. The anime based on the light novel series that came out. This came out in 2012. Was it a light novel or was it an actual novel? Well, I guess what's the what difference? Do you, what do you know? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we we only did the, the minimal research, I'm assuming, and just read Wikipedia. Well, you don't have to say it like that, but yeah, on Wikipedia. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we didn't go to like JSTOR to like dig up <laughs> to like dig up academic articles about another. Oh my gosh! So, what did you think of another? I liked it, but I thought it was very uneven and very goofy sometimes. But I think it added to the charm of the show. This is a uh, we'll we'll call it horror a hor- horror mystery horror slash mystery slash supernatural. You so this was your pick. So why don't you give why, the the synopsis? There's a there's a there's a school and a class with a curse that has been happening for 
decades where a <laughs> lot of kids in the class die due to weird, mysterious, final destination-like circumstances. Yeah, I, w- I was like, I feel like I've seen this on a list somewhere. And when I was trying to pick anime for the our October uh, series or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I saw this one and it was described as the final destination of anime. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, eh, like, uh, okay, I get it. Like, people are dying randomly, like, by strange acts of nature. But I would say the Final Destination films are more about, like, getting to the deaths. And, like, yeah, the suspense around those films is what's going to happen. Like, you know these people are going to die. You sort of, you watch You've Final, got your main yeah. character that's sort of like, we have to figure this out. But the main thing is, like, cool, trippy deaths. Yeah. No one watches the Final Destination movies for the good characters. Or the mystery. You you watch it to watch teenagers get massacred by roller coasters <laughs> or like a race car track. Right. Or weights. Or weights <laughs> or a plane or a tanning bed. The shower. <laughs> Acupuncture. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought, so it's about this kid who's like a transfer student from Tokyo who transfers in, doesn't know what the hell's going on. This was like Final Destination meets Clue. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Clue. Uh, very, very faint Twin Peaks. I can see that. There's this like strange supernatural element. The town all knows about it, but doesn't know about it. There's a there's a parrot who's basically Waldo from Twin Peaks. Same type of yeah. bird. Who's like, and it's like the bird is weirdly, weirdly contains like a key plot point later. Yeah. They don't find out till later. There's a character who has like sort of a double identity. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like there's a lot of characters. First of all, but it's very much like family dynamics. And if you if you don't follow the family dynamics, like the whole point is either somebody in this class dies or one of their family members dies. Yeah, so it's called the calamity. The calamity where a bunch of people die, and it's yeah. So it's Every like. Year. Every year, and it's so it's like a, a weird, yeah, if you're in the class or if it's like a family member who's like a degree or two away from you, they can die. Yeah. Um, but the rules sort of, they turn out to be maybe not so true later. What do you mean? Well, one of the rules is that you can't, you can only die in school and they die and, and someone dies on the beach. I thought it was the town. The town. Like the whole, because because people's parents and stuff would uh, die, right? So it was like the town of uh, it starts with a Y. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess I guess it all. Yeah. So there. They, there was like a oh, if you leave town or whatever, like members of class three would leave town to like not be the next one to die or whatever. Yeah. And I guess they're still in town if they're at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the idea. Um, no, wait, no, that was a strange one because they were like, we'll be safe because we're at the beach. But the kid dies because he he fell down the stairs and had a brain aneurysm or uh, something. And then he swam out and oh, died yeah. in the water. That was the, and, and then got shredded up by the bone. <laughs> yeah. So that was there just, was some like was side comment. This yeah. one was like, you had that. to focus because we watched it in sub. Yeah, I was so I'm sure I missed a bunch of shit because I'm an idiot, but um 
John's got chronic looks at phoneitis. <laughs> I and I really tried not to, but I think it's I think hard. I think I got for the most part. But so yeah. the main character is Sakakibara. Sakakibara, yeah. Right? So he's the kid that shows up and it's like all based around this class and they put him in this class and everyone's kind of like side-eyeing him and being like, don't be weird or whatever. Yeah. And they won't tell him like what's going on or or like why everyone's or why acting, they're being weird. Acting so strange toward him. And then they keep telling him to like stop talk like a roundabout way of being like, stop talking to the girl with the eye patch who is Mei Mizaki, I think. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, this is some like weird bullying going on at this school. Like they're all being so mean I already to met her at the hospital because yeah. he like starts off in the hospital. He's got some lung condition, which never really amounts to anything. Yeah, it's like a weird, it's sort of like a weird misnomer that he has like some weird like condition that makes him wind up in the hospital. He gets like a collapsed lung, but I think he just has to be at the hospital so that he meets May before he goes to school. Yeah, seems. Uh... Yeah. Seems convenient. So the whole first half of the show basically is what's up with May? Is she dead? Is she like, why is everybody ignoring her? Basically. Yeah. And nobody will tell Sakakibara what the hell is going on. (laughs) Including her. She's like very, she's very weird and kind of distant. And she's, she lives in like a house of puppets. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dolls basically. Yeah. I thought that was going to lead to something like, but that is just creepy, like, yeah, I thought dressing. The, I thought the dolls were part of it, too, because all of the title names for the episodes were, like, doll building. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised that there was not a lot to do It doesn't really do lead to anything. And, and Mei Mizaki has a, like, doll eye, basically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Her, she had, there was some kind of accident as a kid. Where she lost her eye, and her mom gives her a. I think her. I think her mom told her that no one would believe, or like everyone would see through the glass eye anyway. So you might as well get something kind of crazy, cool. Mm. So she gets like a green eye. Yeah. For her natural red eye. <laughs> yeah. Why is her natural <laughs> eye the red eye? Anime. Uh, well, Julie, did you like another? Not really. Damn. It was kind of, kind of middling for me. Yeah, I I don't think this this isn't like a top 10 anime. I think, uh, well, I appreciated that it was 12 episodes. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know. not. not and to, it was a complete story. It was a complete story. Everything was wrapped up. And. I you, thought I would be more invested in the who who done it. Yeah. So, like, the whole, like, mystery is sort of figuring out who the extra student is. Well. So we find out that in class three every year, starting back when in like 19 whatever, class three had an extra student on the roster. And so they brought in an extra desk. And then every month a student was dying suddenly. Yeah. And they realized that back in that, that class, they had invited death into the class. And one of the students was dead. And there's all these like caveat caveats about every year <laughs> the dead student like disappears at the end of the year, disappears off the roster, and everybody forgets. 
and there's like you know all of these class rosters with who died and they're, yeah. they're like trying to figure out how to stop it every year and the they figure out the way to stop this calamity from happening is to select a student every year to just ignore and that like evens out the numbers and nobody dies right but they bungled it this year because they put Sakakibara into the class and he's he and may is the student that they all chose to ignore because she's a weirdo ignore and she's she doesn't exist so it keeps the the balance in order yep but doesn't work it doesn't work they try to make it so Sakakibara doesn't exist that doesn't work kids get slaughtered and Kids continue to die by and their, umbrellas. And their parents. Yeah. And elevators. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always like, I, I I mean, I think something kind of interesting, it made me think about American horror movies in that when you're watching a slasher movie, it's always written so you want to see them die, right? Like when you watch the Final Destination movies, the the initial victims or at least like the the bulk of the characters in the movie are really vile or shitty or just mean or whatever whereas i think like from what i can gather in like you know general japanese horror movies i haven't admittedly like i haven't really seen too many like japanese like Mm -hmm. live action horror or whatever but at least like the anime we've seen they're more interested in sort of building up characters that you at least like to some extent and then kind of killing them Mm -hmm. as like kind of like an emotional tug as opposed to like making it just like you know just seeing jocks and dickheads get killed it's not so much about the creative kill it's about like because everything happens so suddenly in this yeah you're like oh god <laughs> like what's her name's gonna die on the elevator like right now <laughs> yeah there's there's no like suspenseful scene that like ends in her death and it's not like she's trying to escape or figures out what's happening yeah no one's like cheating death or anything like that yeah yeah it's it's not so so suspenseful. It's just like, and all the deaths in this aren't aren't treated very suspensefully. Yeah, no, they happen very quickly. I think. Yeah, because it's not so much about the horrible death of each character. It's about like them dealing with the calamity as like a mysterious force and like trying to unsolve or you know trying to solve the mystery. Yeah, but the show is very, I think, like, the goriest anime show we've seen. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Maybe. Tokyo Ghoul was kind of gory, right? I think I think Tokyo Ghoul and uh, Devilman Crybaby are the mm. only competitors that I can think of. I felt like, you know, it was weird. Like, while watching this, I felt like this was the budget that, like, the Jinji Ito collection probably should have had. Yeah, right. And this was made in two, 2012. It's not like it looked great. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it looked fine. It was on par for that time period. Yeah, this was made before that, and it still looked a lot better. Yeah. This this seemed to have the same problem with the Jinji Ito collection. It was like, scary thing, not making me very scared, though. And maybe that's just me, like, me yeah. being, like, desensitized to this, like, kind of story and... Well, yeah, gore isn't particularly, like, a scary thing in general, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, horror movies have become such a, like, 
whoa thing where you're like whoa that was crazy yeah like the the modern horror movie is all just jump scares and and kind of built around that (laughs) i just feel like every time somebody died in this i was like oh man (laughs) yeah i think yeah I, i i like the characters i don't think well i think like the problem with the show for me was that i feel like the the core characters are like i like them right which you know, mm-hmm. Sakaki Opera, uh, Masaki. The there's like this girl who's like the head of countermeasures right. is what they call it. So I e like she's sort of in charge of figuring out how to fight the curse, right? And she's very like kind of stern and like sort of like the she's like the popular class girl discipline officer, <laughs> right? And there's like the there's like kind of like the goofy uh, comic relief guy, yeah, class clown. Like, like going into it, it's like I I knew that these four characters either a are not going to die until they're not going to die, or they're not going to die until like the last couple episodes. Right. And that came true. And so it was just, and and so it's just sort of like you know, it was it was hard for me to care a lot about the characters dying just because it it seemed like they were sort of obvious picks. Right. Um, They were all like tertiary class. Like for me, it was like, oh, there's more of this class. Like. The class was huge. Of course, huge. there's thirty people in yeah. it, but but like for a, especially in the ending scene, they like cut to like other rooms, and it's like there's even more kids, and it's like, yeah. oh right, okay. There's more kids, and then kids <laughs> who like show up in like the second episode, and then kind of disappear. Right. There's like a like the goofy comic relief character has like a, a best friend with, right. who wears glasses, and he just sort of like shows up once, shows up <laughs> once, disappears, then shows up at the end when uh spoiler alert they uh someone needs to die like yeah where a lot of people are dying and you know there's like a massive mansion killing spree type that type of sequence <laughs> yeah where it just seems like they're just making new characters then to like yeah like all have these more deaths all these i mean and i was like i don't know maybe i was on my phone when this character was introduced and had their backstory <laughs> but i really don't think so i really think that all these characters just like sort of showed up and they were like, well, we need to kill more characters, I guess. Let's. But then they're like, they're not that creative deaths though. Like so many people get like stabbed in the back of the head. Yeah. In that ending sequence. Someone like gets... there's a couple like good moments. I would say the best one was like a chandelier falls on a bunch of them. One of them gets out just to have like a pillar fall on top. Of yeah. <laughs> like that's the kind of like good, you know, didn't see it coming right didn't we watch a horror movie recently where it was like it was like out of the blue um murders what am i thinking of are you thinking of green book or green room oh yeah not green book (laughs) that's a different movie (laughs) green room had the most like kind of shocking death scenes i can think of right yeah where it was like whoa this got gory really fast type of like guys explaining something then gets shot yeah, maybe. Maybe. I feel like people Great are- Great movie, pe- by the way. Please please go see uh, Green Room. Yeah, Green Room was pretty good. Featuring, like, I think it's Anthony Yelchin's, like, last movie. And it's got Neil, Pat- Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anybody. What's his name? Patrick Sir- Stewart. Patrick Stewart. As Jesus Christ. As a neo-Nazi. As a neo-Nazi boss. So yeah, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? But yeah. I feel like m- horror movies now have sort of figured it out, like what, like when to use the, the like out of nowhere, scary thing. Yeah, I think only I, some of them. 
I think it's at a, a at at least like you know you look at like the hereditaries or the you right. know the A twenty four shit, and I think they know at least sort of how to build up the suspense around the jump scare, or at least like you have like one really good scare that has a lot of. You have to really not see it coming. Like when the girl loses her head in the hereditary, that's like. That's a really good one. That's a really like good moment. They kind of do the same trick in the second in Midsummer, but that's neither here nor there. Where whenever that you're watching like a Final Destination, though, it's like you're you know when it's gonna happen. Yeah. That's that's like fun. Yeah. It's different. It's a different structure. Right. This sort of like was sort of in the middle of the road in between. It wasn't this creepy like atmospheric thing. Yeah. It was it was fun kill show. <laughs> the the kills ended up being kind of goofy and and campy, but I not in a way that seemed intentional. You know what I mean? Like right. the, I think the show took itself pretty seriously for the most part, aside from the like requisite anime beach episode, which was like when you get to see yeah, like what was that? That's they're like, well, it's anime. I guess we got to send them to the beach. Uh, that was so confusing. Just everyone goofing off and fishing and like. <laughs> Playing games. <laughs> yeah, playing games. Some of like the tone the tonal stuff is like really kind of like wrong. Like that was like wrong. The theme song. Yeah, oh, the theme fucking song. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. It it was a banger, is what it was. Yeah, it's like it's like way too upbeat and like It literally has a Yeah, it's like it's like too happy. It's like techno dance music. The whole show is like this weird, like it's, everything's like dirty in the show, which I liked and like kind of rusted over and kind of foreboding. What's weird is the sound design in the show was pretty good. Yeah. Like, I feel like, especially in the beginning, maybe not so much towards the end of it, but like having there be like a weird buzzing noise in the background or like some, you know, some atmospheric like disturbing yeah. sounds i think the atmosphere of the show is probably its best quality it's like it's still anime but it feels sort of like everything's just like a little fucked up even even if like no one's really talking about anything mm. like the school's kind of gross like the puppet shop is like weird i just they should have pushed it further in my mind because like having like the whole town like forget who's dead like every year <laughs> yeah and having this like ghost town experience it should have been like the jinjito short with the town yeah where you see a lot of it and you sort of it gets kind of crazy like, as the you fog go or whatever yeah where it's like everybody in the town is kind of like fucked up fucked up yeah or like there was a scene with his sister or aunt or whatever and she's like got a headache or something like I felt like that scene could have been way creepier. You know what I'm talking about? Every yeah, I think everyone should have been suffering to some extent. Yeah, because there's weird like kind of ailment. His grandparents and he gets all these weird calls from his dad in India saying how hot it is there. Yeah, like that never really. That's never really. It really adds to anything. Doesn't really make make a difference to the story, but could have been used for like some weirdness. Yeah. It was just not weird enough for me. Yeah, I think like get to the Twin Peaksy stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess we can go into spoil. We I get we don't have to I guess spoil the exact ending, but I will say the conclusion of the story is unexpected and yet kind of like unsatisfying. I would say. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. So 
a minor spoiler, they they find a tape from an old class member that describes how to end the calamity from happening. And it's basically like you got to kill the dead person that's in your class. Yeah. But I, I wanted more of like, ooh, how do we find out if somebody's dead or alive? Like we have to like question them. It's like bug snacks where you're like questioning you know, yeah, you're trying like to build the, whole, the story up. The whole point of the game was like making, like interviewing these characters yeah. and like getting, figuring out what their deal was. I think I I would have, I think they should have gone the full like clue route or whatever and just sort of kept everyone like, just keep everyone alive and just like kind of keep up like building people's like alibis and like backstories and sort of have more accusations thrown at different characters. Also, big spoiler alert now. <laughs> like the okay, the I, no, it's not really a spoiler, but the way that they figure it out at the end that is the the unsatisfying part. Yeah. It's basically like <laughs> like I knew all along. <laughs> uh I don't think I had the tools Misaki, this whole time. <laughs> Misaki's weird glass doll eye is able to see the aura of the dead person. Yeah, so like what what and, what were you doing the and, whole time? The, like, whole, the whole time she just chooses not to tell anybody. She chooses not to tell anybody, she chooses not to use it? Yeah. F- for what reason? That's that was because, the annoying Because she part. says it won't make any difference. But, but it, it does make but a it difference ends up at the end. A difference. That yeah. It confirms the I don't know, she um Who's it in Clue that like shows up and is like, I've solved the murder? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't remember. It was very that. Like, she was like, I figured it out with my glass eye, and <laughs> yeah, it's sort of uh, and all of these things I've noticed but not told anyone. <laughs> I think like I think that's a fine. It's it's fine to have that as like a plot element. I think, but there needs to be like a a a, a better, stronger reason as to just like. Other than like this dejected girl just being like, uh, oh, wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I like some I, threat to her or something that like made her not say. Because like generally, like I, I liked her character a lot. Yeah. I thought the voice actor was like pretty good. Yeah. It was like it was like a very different kind of like dejected anime character. Mm-hmm. Like they're mm-hmm. they're very kind of monotone the whole time. They had like some interesting lines like. Like uh, when when he finds her with the puppets, she's like, "Oh, I don't dislike these." Yeah. <laughs> like like just like like little things like that. I thought were like were good. Yeah, she was a good character. Like she was definitely the one that was like riding the line of like, "What's this girl's deal?" Yeah. Um. And, is she real? Is she dead? Is she? And I and I think generally the mystery around her is done really well. It's just they give her this power to solve the story and it's and the reason for her not to do so is never really given in a very satisfying way but yeah. but eventually she finds out the killer it just it sucks because or the the dead person rather. the the discovery of who's dead is so good like neither of us saw it coming but the way that they did it was so unsatisfying that yeah. it was almost like it was like that moment should have been bigger for us wondering what the what the end of the story was cuz like they did a good job of like trailing you along yeah but then once we found out it was just it was just oh they they reveal who it is and it's just like my reaction was just like 
Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't expect that character to be the dead person. <laughs> yeah. And then like, they Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then they show some like previous scenes and, you know, sort of they give hints as to like how it was that person and everything, and it's just sort of like, well, but the, but it was done in a way where it wasn't like we could have figured it out. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like they 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 don't give you clues that you can come to the conclusion yourself with. Like when we watched um uh uh Knives Out. Yeah. It was very like everything in the movie was like a clue to like what was happening. You could figure. And then when yeah. the flashback scene happens, which happens in all like Sherlock Holmes mystery movies, it was like. You know, it was under this piece of paper. Like, if he had flipped the paper, he would have seen this or whatever. Yeah. That type of thing. Right. Where it's like, the clues were all here. Yeah. No, I think uh, mysteries are hard because it's like... Totally. Um, finding that line between making making it really obvious who the killer or perpetrator is versus making it just kind of unguessable with by hiding information from the like reader or viewer or whatever. Right. Um, it was unguessable. Like yeah. there was nothing that, that led to the, to our conclusion that it could be the character that it was. Other than just, other than just being like, well, this character is sort of, what's their purpose? Mm. And maybe going that way. But even then it's like, I think a lot of the characters sort of can fit that. Yeah. Um, like it kind of could have been anybody. Yeah. Especially like figuring out how how they died, and it was like, oh, okay, so that literally could have been anybody. <laughs> right. It's whether it's and it's hard because it's like I I don't I don't think like a mystery necessarily needs to be based around the who. You know, I, I don't think that's always like the most important thing, but I think this show made it that. Like the whole show was about finding the identity because, like, I think about like. Like seven, right? Mm. Like, like who John Doe is doesn't like really matter. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, it could have been Kevin Spacey. It could have been a different actor. You know, yeah. just it just. But sort doesn't of, he show up like halfway through? Yeah, he shows up halfway. It's, it's not so much who is like why and yeah, how. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of the why and the how. Yeah, I feel like this should have been more like. I thought this was going to be more. Of them trying to like unend the curse, um, yeah. Like trying things to to stop this evil force from affecting the town, right? Not so much like trying to figure out who the dead person was, yeah. Like the like having to kill the dead person to end the calamity that year, which very clever of them to make it every year. Everyone's memory gets erased and they get to start over. Yeah, great, great. <laughs> storytelling uh, yeah well it's just it's just easy to be like next year it's gonna happen again yeah yeah but um besides that that's besides the point just just focusing in on this kind of lame way to end it yeah turned it into kind of like a weird slasher vibe it just kept switching vibes that's, yeah that's what it was the, la- the last two episodes feel like straight up uh well, it turns into like an action anime because the, the kids start fighting each other, and it's just kind of like, come on, like don't <laughs> these kids don't know combat? None of these kids are gonna slice and dice each other. Like, and just, then everyone just gets hit in the back of the head, yeah, over everyone, and over again. Everyone just dies. Um, All these characters that we've never met before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really. How did they get there? Where was the school bus? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that. 
I don't, I, I think the story would have been better if it was instead of, yeah, I think you were sort of alluding to it, but I think this story would have been better served focusing on like the how or the why rather than the who. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know. Cause it wasn't about who for like half of this, half of the story. Like why, why is this, it was, why is this happening? Why, why is this class cursed? Yeah. And why is this going to happen forever? Did we ever find out why this class is cursed? Um, there's like a backstory episode, sort of like there's, it's something about like a shrine. No, I think that was them trying to, to stop the curse that year. They went to visit the shrine to see if they could stop it. And they did end up stopping it, but it was because they figured out he like accidentally killed the guy or something. Yeah. And that was the dead guy. Right. Like why are these... But I think why it started is because they invited a a dead person in to the class. But then there's like, you know, what, like, what, what does is that the, mean? What is the higher force here? You know, yeah, that's like, like causing this to happen. Why is this a reality where people can come back, like where dead people can come back with their memories intact and and why do they join this, this class? Yeah, what, what is, is the evil? What you is, know, what is the ultimate purpose of like, like what happens if the uh, if the dead person wins, do they keep living? Does does no? If they make it through, because there was all these years where nothing happens because they ignore somebody, and those years the dead person disappears, everyone forgets about them, and they disappear from the roster and the pictures and stuff. Well, what happens if the dead person kills everybody? Uh, I don't know if there's enough months. Huh. <laughs> Because there's there's years where, like you know, twelve people die or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know how long the Japanese school That's year true. is, but it's not. There's not enough time. <laughs> yeah, end the school year, they disappear. So, I just think the rules of this this show are kind of not great. They spent a lot of time trying to explain. Sort of, you know how like in shows you watch it and you're like, well, what about the next year? Wouldn't they remember like how they did it? <laughs> they they spent a lot of time like patching those holes, patching up the holes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of like, I didn't necessarily, I don't know if that would have bothered me or not, but they did. It's, it was like whole episodes but devoted it, to. It seemed like that was, it seemed like the purpose was to tell you, the viewer, why. Right no one remembers or like yeah. why this thing happens like why they don't know how to do it or whatever yeah and, and and i don't know i don't think that's particularly like good storytelling i mean there should just be like a line about it or something yeah <laughs> or just like leave it a mystery like i don't know nobody remembers period <laughs> yeah there's no records <laughs> i don't know maybe i didn't like the show <laughs> I mean, I think I liked it. It was, it wasn't like unwatchable. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was just sort of, kind of all over the place. It was just middling. It was like kind of fine. Yeah, <laughs> I like the. Uh, it it kept me invested and to a certain point. I like the almost love triangle in the show. Yeah, this the show needed some love or something. I think because uh, it, it seemed like it was pointing towards uh, 
getting yeah may and sakibara it seemed like it was it was pushing them to like get together at the end and they they don't well he was having all these like dream sequences with her where they're like doing like the pulp holding hands and like you know i don't know like the best episode was when they were both non-existent or whatever yeah and they're just kind of and they they became best friends or whatever and all that yeah like that's like the core of the show is their relationship yeah why not make it about that why switch gears halfway through and yeah be about the calamity and then have it be about like madness have her have like i mean it's like about him like caring about this girl and them kind of like protecting each other against like the class's cruelty or whatever yeah and him like you know i would have liked that yeah because that's like yeah that's like that's what i enjoyed about the show was like they're sort of back and forth and them kind of figuring things out and Mm -hmm. you know but then he like switches gears halfway through and he's like hanging out with like other classmates (laughs) trying to like solve the mystery like there's a scene where they're like we need to go back to the classroom and they show up to their meeting spot and may is like there and they're like oh Oh, you're here well uh well we're gonna go search the classroom yeah like they like he almost seems like Aloof. He's avoiding her or something. Yeah. Like avoiding the weirdo because I have my cool friends now. Yeah. And he like sort of goes on a date with a <laughs> class president kind of. Yeah. It it was weird. It was just uh, it was just halfway to yeah. halfway about about everything. Listen, this this is this is this is Johnny Shipper talking. Okay. A little bit of romance never hurt anybody. Listen, this is like this is like you know pigs in a blanket. You know you you enjoy them. Yeah. You'll eat all of them, but is it a meal? <laughs> no. No. We no. want to we want to see those piggies just, holding hands at the end. We want a hot dog here. Just, just hold hands. That's all all we need. <laughs> they do hold hands at the end. Do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, I missed it. In, the, in just... the fiery building that they keep running back into, that sequence was messed up. He yeah. keeps he keeps exiting the, the I'm building. A, I'm at and the then... very end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, go go ahead. They keep exiting the building and then running back into the building. It's very like, where is these where are these people in relationship to each other? Yeah. Why did the dining room explode? A lot of things were explained like after the fact. Yeah. Like what why was May like she just like kept being back in the building with uh what's her name the cl- the class disciplinarian yeah i was like i thought she was outside and then there's the guy who died but then he shows up later <laughs> yeah and the the person who is the dead person looks like they got killed and then comes back and then she shows up later oh well, you made it to the end of the podcast. If you we're not gonna we're not gonna go any further from there, but yeah, if you're interested in the show, I would watch it. Yeah, I wouldn't expect too much from it. Twelve episodes, it's fine. It it's it is like an interesting take on the on like the who done it. Yeah, I still I still don't think anime has in an intentional horror anime has nailed it yet. No, not really. But horror is so hard, like, right now. I think the scariest things are often, like, the it's, like, it's always unintentionally scary. Right. It's always the stuff that doesn't attempt to be scary, but sort of ends up being... 
by but, happenstance. So here's the other thing about horror and horror in general is like I do generally just want to be entertained. Like there's very few movies that I go into wanting to come out like scared. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I generally don't enjoy being scared, but like a good horror movie can be entertaining. Like uh, the new Halloween movie was entertaining. Yeah. And you know it was horror, but is fun it wasn't like, like you could stick stick with it ha- yeah it wasn't like jump scare city just like uh and it follows too it's like oh yeah. this is a scary premise yeah you get you get, but it's not gonna like keep me up at night like some horror movies like you, I'm, that's not what i'm looking for you know what i mean you get too yeah i would say this was like entertaining horror yeah i just wish the story was f- fleshed out a bit more yeah fleshed out fleshed out yeah um trying to think like i feel like every time we talk about horror like i i always think about like what's actually scared me in the past like just Mm. in terms terms of of movies and stuff yeah i just hate stuff that like sticks with me too too long like i don't particularly like the saw movies because like i can still like think of those some of the traps and I feel like they like messed me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And we've talked about the very scary movie you made us all watch. Hell House yeah. LLC. Yeah, we can't talk about it because like I can't talk about it. Yeah. It's too too scary. But John, before we go down that hole, why do people like another? I mean, it was it was good. You know, I, I think that it's horror done, I, I think, a little differently than other anime I've seen. And I think it, especially if you're like, if you're an American and you like, you know, the kind of Final Destination horror movies, I think it's a good way to sort of see a different kind of take on that and right. sort of, you know, what happens when the characters are sort of worth caring about to some extent. It's like a slowed down version of Final Destination. Yeah. Where like if they were going to talk about like, like, uh. It, it was it's like puzzle solving almost right. <laughs> like watching somebody solve a puzzle yeah it's like entertaining but it's kind of slow i want to i want to write the script to final destination six yeah i i feel like i've had an idea for like you, a long time about it you got the pitch ready yeah i think i think there's a way to make those movies a little more like emotionally intelligent while also <laughs> keeping up the uh so the whole thing is like realizing you're gonna die and trying right. to avoid that. Right, right. Which I think is a really interesting concept. And it's a very like kind of relatable thing. Right. But no one no one none of the writers or directors ever really like kind of get at that core. It should be more like Death Note. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like grappling with the the reality of death or whatever. Right, yeah. There's there's no I mean, I guess those movies were made in a, in a different sort of time for horror movies when there really wasn't anything that was you know, interesting on, on that level, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you, you hear there's like a, like a Chris rock, like smart saw movie coming out. I just don't care at this point. <laughs> I just don't care. I just don't care. I don't care about the story. It's like a, like a prestige horror saw I just movie. Don't care. I'm sorry. I know the saw movies are whatever popular <laughs> i want to i want a prestige movie final destination six that grapples with like the acceptance of death yeah yeah i'm i'm into it but um i don't know if anyone else would be into it but but you know like i think uh you know the, the characters are the character designs are cool <laughs> in, i like some this. schlocky horror like yeah. what's wrong with schlocky horror 
yeah. to a certain extent. Why do you think people like another? I don't know. It, it's good. I bet the novel's probably better. I never did figure out if it's a light novel or a regular novel, but like I can see this as like a mystery book where yeah. like you're you're getting through you're like getting more info as you go along. Definitely. But I feel like there was definitely some plot holes <laughs> and then they spent too much time on other plot holes. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, it's just a, it's just a Japanese mystery horror novel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's a good story, and I do like the ending. I just wish it was done differently. But uh, I would say, like, you know, it's it's like six and a, six point five out of ten. It's like a C. <laughs> I feel like uh, I think horror novels are always a little convoluted. Like, there's always there's always a kind of setup that's a little weird. A lot of the Stephen King stuff is like weird and kind of hard to. I mean, there's got to be room for like you to to try to fill in the holes. Like there were points in this where I was like, oh, it's gotta be her, it's gotta be her. Like, I think if this is a red herring, it's gotta be her. So it's not like I wasn't invested in the story. I just, um, it was just kind of slow and like didn't didn't get to it fast enough, I guess. I thought the beginning was really interesting. Yeah. And it, it did, it was enough story for the amount of episodes. Yeah. Just like cut the beach episode. <laughs> yeah, like cut what the... is the what is the anime beach episode? Why is this like a? It was just weird. There was no reason for it. I wish even Galleon had a beach episode. It would it would be like a joke or something. It would be really goofy. Like, is that just the running joke? Is like now all our characters must go to the beach for the class beach trip. Do you ever class... go to the beach in in school? Well, yeah, because this well in middle in like elementary and middle school. Really. Well, the beach was like right there. It seems dangerous. Like, <laughs> well, no one, no one really swims in the beach in San Francisco. I, I guess we went to the pool. It's different. Yeah, well, you didn't have a beach near you. But it was more like you're you're in a landlocked come region. The, come to the pool party for the band. Optional. It wasn't like mandatory beach trip. <laughs> <laughs> come fish and be under non supervision. I guess there were band trips. Yeah. I don't know. Well. Well. Another good, anime on the books. Another. Yeah. And next week we'll watch another anime. We're going to watch the same anime? No, we're going to watch another anime. We just watched another. Well, I just think we should watch another anime. We something just different. Another. Something that's not another, but well, another. Well, we already watched another. John, rule one of improv is <laughs> you got to add on. Add on to what? Add on to... <laughs> <laughs> no, rule one of improv is You can't just combative. Say, say the same thing over and over again. Listen, I never went to Second City or fucking... Listen, improv, it's all about improv, yes and... Citizens unite, whatever You never the fuck. say no. You know what? I don't I don't need this right now. You're going to be like uh, listen, Michael listen, Scott in the improv the, the, class. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, boom, dead. Get on the ground. Listen, the listeners know that I am a comedy troubadour i am like i am like beethoven with the jokes yeah i'm just sprinkling them in listen whenever you're editing you're just cracking up my nonsense (laughs) that you don't catch the first time when i say it it's true i do pick up on a lot of stuff after the episode i i I leave those they're like landmines i just like i plan them you can't see me doing it because you're (laughs) you're looking ahead but i'm leaving down these landmines when you come back through boom boom (laughs) Comedy, Com- <laughs> laughter. 
There goes a leg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what would we do without you? I don't know. It would just be me. It would just be you. <laughs> and that's and that's, that's that's no fun at all. Yeah. Any cl- any closing thoughts, John, on horror or anime or what? What do you want to watch next? I want to watch a Yakuza anime next. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's that like? The gangs or whatever? Yeah, like the the Japanese mob. Do you have something in mind? I always recommended something by Jonathan. Oh, friend of the pod. What am I picking next? I don't oh, know. comedy. It's gonna be a comedy. Really? Yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. I remember what you, you showed me. I think we're going to hit a comedy and then back to some fantasy stuff. So if you want us to watch an anime, follow us on Instagram at why do people like anime and you can always email us why do people like anime at gmail.com. You can also email Julie's personal email. <laughs> at Here's my personal Julie email. Julie at. <laughs> G- G- uh, my first email ever was. Um, uh, 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 sorry. Jehuda Vega Julie. Jehuda Vega? Jehuda Vega Julie at Yahoo. So email me there. I promise you I won't see it at all. God. What's your first email? It was rainx5 at gmail.com because I like the Digimon Rangermon, <laughs> but I couldn't like remember it. So I, I just knew it had a it had rain in it and then an X and then the five. <laughs> Rain X at Yahoo was taken. I was reading a, a YA novel about that was written entirely as like a text conversation, like over AIM, and one of their usernames was um, something like Jehuda Vega. You're a Jehuda Vega. Cool. See you guys next time. Right, Bye. You. Bye.